All right, what's up, guys? This is going to be episode seven, I think, of the Big Ben Strongcast. Uh, I'm here today with Sam Neely. He is one of our athletes uh, that has joined the gym within the past two months. Sam, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Sam Neely. I'm uh, going in my sophomore year of college at Coffeyville Junior College up in Kansas. Uh, I'm an offensive lineman. I've been playing football since I was probably about five or six, so it's been my whole life. And, uh, you know, through football, I got really big into lifting, joined the weightlifting team and just been training since I was probably 14. Yeah. Solid. Uh, so we kind of wanted to come on here because you've had a lot of progress over the past two months, um, with some just like unheard of gains. I've never seen anybody make progress like this before. Um, so we're going to go ahead and kind of talk about what training was like from high school into college into you come back here for summer, you're going to train with us for two months. Uh, and then what the differences between all that training was. Um, and then we'll kind of, we're going to kind of wrap up and talk about all the current events stuff with sports for a little bit. Uh, so go ahead and kind of run me through when you started training for football was the first time you got into the weight room, right? Well, so my dad was a sports PT and he knew that when I got to high school, I was going to start lifting. So about, you know, my second semester, Towards the end of when I was in eighth grade, he started taking me to the gym because I was a bigger kid, mm-hmm. you know, already getting into muscle maturity at a young age, so he wasn't worried about injury. Yeah. So uh learned the basics, you know, absolute basics. He really, he only taught me squat because he's like, that's yeah. your biggest risk of injury. So that's why when I, coming into high school, I had, you know, biggest squat, like a decent amount of weight, but everything else, bench, clean, deadlift, I was horrible. Yeah. What, uh, what are your best numbers right now for the back squat? Uh, bench press and clean. So I uh, hang clean, uh, three forty. Right now I'm benching four hundred five, and then uh, squatting four eighty five. But hopefully, hopefully five hundred. Yeah, those numbers will go up tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So just so everybody kind of knows where you're at with that. Uh, when you got into high school, do you remember what kind of your lifts were going into it? Like you yeah. said, you went into freshman year with so a pretty big freshman squat. Freshman year, yeah, but I mean. Big, big for not yeah. even close to parallel to oh, big wow. high school squad, yeah. but uh, I think it was 265, mm-hmm. which at 14 I thought was so much weight. That's not that bad, but uh, lowest, lowest lineman bench on the team, I did 125. Oh, <laughs> couldn't even. And they gave me they gave me 135 because my coach from middle school was spotting me and he was like, I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah, so but and then clean a pity um, bench, I think my clean was like 100 pounds. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Pretty trash. It was rough. Yeah. Um, so then you went through four years at Childs, right? Okay. Right. Can you run through like what it is that you guys were doing? Because you guys were training hard. You guys were doing a lot. Well, yeah. So my I had so my first my freshman and sophomore year where there was a different coaching staff and uh we didn't take a whole lot of focus in the weight room. He was more of an on field kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So wasn't Weight room wasn't too serious, but uh, about Christmas break my freshman year, I started lifting also by myself. So from, you know, that point, so I was from 15 to 18, I was lifting twice a day, five days a week, mm-hmm. and then once a day on Sunday. Yeah. So when it, when it was with the old coaching staff, it wasn't a problem because I was able to go pretty hard because our first lift wasn't very serious. But um, my junior season, we brought in a new coach who – uh took the weight room pretty seriously. Yeah. And that's when, that's when it ramped up a lot. Yeah. 
I was doing, we were doing compound movements, bench, squat, clean, deadlift, you know, three to four times a week. And mm-hmm. every day was all four. Yeah. And then we'd do accessory lifts. Yeah. You know, one lower body accessory, one upper body accessory day in a circuit form. So, I mean, he would just put the clock on. Yeah. Very, like, just open bars, but we'd be curling, incline benching, like, mm-hmm. 50, 60 reps for, like, 10 sets. <laughs> and then oh my God. I, on top of that, I would go in, you know, uh, going by myself to one of the local gyms and hit normally, I would say probably an hour stretch and warm up, about a two and a half hour lift. Yeah. So I was spending five hours a day in the weight room. Yeah. That's a, that's a job right years. there. Yeah. I think. Um, and I think something to be said about that high school program because it it definitely worked. You know, yeah. you got up to, what'd you get up to? What were your best lifts in high school? Bench 375, squatted 455, hex bar deadlift because we didn't max our straight bar. I did 570. Okay. And I hand clean 275. Gotcha. Okay. Dang. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, any, any high school program is going to get squat numbers like that, especially is pretty impressive. Same thing on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's pretty decent clean too. Uh, yeah. 275 for. It's not bad for somebody who doesn't really do a whole lot of cleans, well, yeah, especially because you guys would do them at the end of the program, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, by the time we get to cleans, I mean, you're just about trashed, especially yeah. on in on lighter days are different. But on those couple heavy weeks, we're going five by five by three, five by five. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time you get to cleans, you're in that third, fourth, fifth set of five on cleans. You're just trying to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of it. Um so some, definitely something to be said for the high school program of doing all of the movements most days. It does help with like getting good at those movements that you do. Oh, yeah. um, so at least you get practice with the movement. I think one downside to a lot of youth programs is they, you know, what we do right now, it kind of is what they do where we go one lift per day or one to two lifts per day um, and switch it every day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Upside to that is you get to put all of your attention onto that lift for that day. Downside of that is you only get one day a week to work on your technique at it. Right. You know, and so there's not, there's an upside and a downside to it. I think it's a lot better for you when you get to college to focus on that. But in high school, it, it's tough. I think you need a little bit more practice with the movements. Well, yeah. since I got to college, I mean, I've been under, I've been on two schools since I got to college, two different strength programs, well, three strength, different strength programs and like, you know, some coach, like my first college strength coach, you know, didn't put really any focus into the main, you know, clean squat bench. And then deadlift is unheard of in college yeah. so far from what I've seen yeah. in college football. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. I think the problem is like in college football, you guys are way too strong for the technique that you have. Mm-hmm. So like the benefit of pulling a heavy barbell in college is not anywhere near as beneficial as like getting a really good clean or a good squat or a good bench. And I know some of the bigger schools, you know, LSU, Alabama, Florida State, yeah. where they have a lot more coaches, a lot more space, a lot more resources, they'll take the time mm-hmm. and teach deadlift and have yep. their kids deadlift. Yep. Normally sumo. Mm-hmm. And uh, but they just, you know, they're able to take that time to coach them and give them that then they have the resources to build it safely. Right. But you know, the junior college level, small space, a lot of numbers. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids, you know, kids will go through high school without lifting. Yeah. So some of them got to learn how to squat. Yeah. That and that's crazy to me. I can't even imagine like being on a college team and not knowing, not having squatted. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. But 
Yeah, I mean, if you're out there and you're in high school and you're not in the weight room, you need to be in the weight rooms. Or, you know, if you don't have anybody coaching you, find a good online coach. You can get a lot done with that. Um, so can you talk a little bit about the, the two different styles of college weight room coaching that you had? So my first weight room coach, our injury list was over 80 people. Uh-huh. And I feel like that was for a reason. Yeah. Like I, I tore my left labrum. Had some foot issues, and it's because we did flat bench. Mm-hmm. So we were there in the summer for six weeks before season started. We did flat bench twice. Okay. And I think we did back squat maybe once a week, mm-hmm. but front squat, you know, I think we did three times, and we weren't allowed to go one eight, above 185. And we got yeah. kids walking around there that are – we had a kid 400 pounds, mm-hmm. and he's front squatting 135 when right. he's stronger than any kid I've ever met. Yeah. We did a lot of uh, a lot of different movements that you know we he we tried to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, did a lot of body weight. Did so much running. I can't even tell you. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is like when you get into college and especially when you get into the NFL, it's kind of weird because a lot of the time coaches are more scared of hurting athletes in the weight room because if they hurt them in the weight room, they lose their job for right. sure. Right. So they want to try and keep them injury free but what they're not taking into consideration is that you have to build the athlete's tolerance for stress so that when they get on the weight when they get on the field they're more durable mm-hmm. right whereas if you baby them a little bit too much give them like overly technical movements that don't really make that much sense you know as far as like how is this going to build muscle for me how is it going to make me more injury um injury proof what I had a problem was, was like in the weight room, we were very like, you know, the first week, you know, we're doing open barbell 135. Don't go any heavier, mm-hmm. you know, then second week we turned into, you know, a little more, he had to watch your form, then address what weight you should be. And then the third week he finally kind of let us a little loose. Yeah. But like, so in the weight room, we were very trying to ease us in try to make sure we're staying hurt. But then we go on the field, you know, six o'clock in the morning, first day out there and we're, running 60 sprints, you know, all out. And I'm like, you know, half our team has pulled a hamstring, but we're worried about our weight room, right. getting hurt in the weight room. But then y'all bring us out twice a day and we're running. And I understand. I mean, I, I don't have a, I don't have a problem. I mean, it's hard, but that is what it is. But yeah. I feel like, you know, if we're going to train like that on the field, then we need to make sure that we're strong in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's exactly it. So you got into this, into your next college program, what was the difference? I mean, this guy, he, uh, my strength coach at my school right now, he's legit. Yeah. I mean, he's a cool dude, and he he, he doesn't like – he likes lifting lifting heavy, mm-hmm. but, you know, he does it in a safe way. So we don't do – we don't do one rep maxes. Yep. We do rep maxes, so we'll take away – it should be 90% of our max uh, that we start out with and try to hit it for three to five by the end. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of judges that, calculates it, then gives us our maxes to work off of. Yeah. But, I mean, he's very good warm-up. We stretch. You know, he we got he's, – he's always spending money on resistance bands, jump ropes, hip bands, you know, making sure that we're warmed up before our lifts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then when we get lifting, you know, we'll start off with, you know, comp, main movement, back squat, clean, uh, bench. And then we'll move into some accessories based off of those lifts. Rack cleans, incline bench. But we normally, so if we back squat, we'll hit incline bench. Mm-hmm. If we bench, we'll do front squats. Uh, clean, 
we'll do some type of heavy pull, but like heavy shrug pull, so yeah. explosively. And then we'll move into more of an accessory, you know, depending on the day. Sure. And then uh, he, he, he programs carries a good bit, nice. which is what I like. Yeah. You know, it's just about getting a group of kids. There's one strength coach, 100 kids trying to get them to do carries right. Yeah. They just want to grab the heaviest dumbbell and walk, set it on their hip and walks. But, yeah. I mean, he's got the right idea. And we're, you know, if it wasn't for COVID, we'd be, I'd be going back to the number one Juco weight room in the country. Mm-hmm. Don't know what it's going to look like now because of everything. But, yeah. I mean, he he's trying to ch- – because in Juco, I mean, it's a lot like high school. Yeah. Lifting, you know, it just depends on who your coach is. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of wherever you're at too. Yeah. NFL teams have the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of depends on where you're at, who your coach is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so from that, then you, you hopped on board here over the summer while uh, – well, because you live here in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Um, what's been the biggest difference between training that you've done in the past and the training that you're doing now? Um, probably just the programming. I've always done, for the most part, outside of my school lifts. My main lifting was done by myself and my own programming, mm-hmm. which got me stronger. It, you know, I'm still not, you know, it's still getting me stronger. But uh, just taking things down to the basic, really working on core strength. Yep. And stability yeah. and not relying on a weightlifting belt. Yep. That was the biggest thing that we did when you first started was like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to take the weight belt off. We're going to go at least a whole, I think we did a whole month without a weight belt. Yeah. Three, with yeah. Between three and three. It was four and, weeks. Four, yeah, yeah. Okay. Three of those weeks with a pause. Yeah. So, yeah. So we spent, you know, first three weeks was beltless and pause squats uh, and pause bench. Um, and that was just to develop. You know, develop stability at the bottom of the squat, develop core strength, develop some confidence, you know, because mm-hmm. we, we took your first, basically first week we, we did uh, all of that again at the end of the month mm-hmm. with a pause for a double and for beltless. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you know, going into it, you, I think your back squat max with a pause and beltless was 405. 425. 425. Yeah. And then the last week. Um, oh, going into it was oh, yeah. 405. Yeah, going yeah. into it. And then the last week was 425. Should have been 35. We made a, Should have been 35 and 45, yeah. Got greedy. Um, and then bench press, you came in and did a belt. Uh, you did a pause. I was belted on my bench pressing yeah. for maxes, but yeah. not in training. Yeah. So you did a belted 370 on the bench. Mm-hmm. And then th- that was with a pause. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, three weeks later, got three, 380, yeah, so 15-pound PR. Um, and then two weeks after that, hit 405 with for no pause, bench. yeah, uh, which was and a long-time PR. Three rep PR, 365, and two rep PRs. Well, that's not PR anymore, and then a two rep PR, 385. Yeah, yeah. What's your two rep PR right now? Two rep's still 385, but my three rep is now 375. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then squat. Basically, took your one rep max and did it for a pause double right. with a belt without a belt. Right. Um, and now we're up to you came in and your back squat was 445 and a deep squat, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're, we got 485 last week, yeah. Um, and that wasn't even on a planned test week either. That was that was, that was like just a heavy single, heavy single. So we're hoping for five, 500 plus, next week, five plus, yeah. I think, I think that'll be a, a in the tank uh cleans let's talk about those because that's what we spent probably yeah. the most time on that's... you came in and your clean was pretty trash uh okay i mean For... clean weight yeah weight was yeah. trash but i was just so technique was decent 
I was coming off of the gyms being closed for months. So, yeah. you know, I had, you know, my coach from Childs gave me the dumbbell rack yep. and a medicine ball, and I had bands. So uh, I was still doing, you know, a lot of leg training, a lot of squat training, you know, keeping my bench and squat up. But, you know, I couldn't figure out a way to – I was doing one-arm dumbbell snatches. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was really it for, like, a somewhat Olympic lift standpoint in the garage. Yeah. So when I came in – I came in and my bench, you know, it gone down a little bit. It was so strong. Squat gone down a little bit. It was so strong. Uh, you know, everything was still strong. And I knew it'd come back quickly. But my clean, it went down a lot. Well, not a lot. I mean, your clean only dropped 20 pounds. But, I mean, it was just the feel. Like yeah, it, I sure. did it and I was like, that did not feel good. Yeah, so you came in and you cleaned 255 on the first test day. Um, and then we basically did... Uh, I think the thing that worked the best was waves on the clean. So waves are the style of training where you go a set of three, then you go up and wait, you go a set of two, and you go up and wait, you go a set of one. Then you back everything back down, you go three, two, one again, but your second set of three is higher than your first set of three. Mm -hmm. Second set of two is higher than your first set of two. Your second single is higher than your first single. And then you do one more wave of that in that same style. And that last one is meant to be at or near your PR. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, the way we were trying above, was yeah. a PR. Yeah. Normally that top single. Yeah. What was interesting we found was that like if you hit a heavy triple and then a heavy double, the single feels a lot lighter because you don't have to do as many reps. Right. Um, and then when you back it back down, your triple feels easier because mm-hmm. the weight's lighter than the weight that you just hit. Also, you're, you know, by the time you're on that third wave triple, you know, that's your third time picking up the weight. Mm-hmm. You're comfortable with it, familiar with it. Yeah. And then just, yeah, confidence-wise. That's, you know, the other day, that's what I realized is I'm way stronger than oh, yeah. what I should be. Oh, doing. yeah, for sure. I mean, you came in and then we hit what from 255 and then the next week hit 265 and then the week after that we skipped 275 and went to 80. No, I missed 270 that that week. Oh, did you? Cuz and then cuz I let go. Oh yeah. yeah. Like next week we're going to come in. So no, I hit 270, missed 280. Yep. And you were like we're going to come in and we're going to do a hook grip next week. Yep. And then I hit 280 with hook grip and that's when the numbers started really jumping. Right. Yeah. The, you know, 290, 300, 305, and then came in last week and did 340. If if you're a football player and you're not using hook grip on your clean, you are leaving so much weight on the table oh, out there. And, ridiculous. And, and there's a lot, there's a, a lot of people say that like, yeah, but we really need to have grip strength too. And that's fine. However, if you're limiting your explosiveness, which I would argue is more important of a trait as a, as an athlete is explosiveness than grip strength. Uh, you're always going to limit what you can clean. I would say, you know, if you're worried about the grip, if you're worried about the grip strength, then train direct grip strength. Yeah, yep, I agree with you. I don't think that cleans are where you need to be training your grip strength. I think deadlifts, farmers carries, um, rope pulls is a good one to to hit the grip strength. Um, just train grip strength directly, and then let the lifts be what they're supposed to mm-hmm. be. You know, which is explosiveness, which is all around muscle development. Um, and if you're strapping your cleans, stop, 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 stop strapping cleans, please. Well, it's so, oh my God, it's so unsafe for one. If you, you can't bail out of a clean when you're strapped. Uh, so there's no point. Why, as an athlete, why would you do that? It makes no sense. Use hook grip. It's just better. It's the same thing as strapping in. Mm. Um, God dang. Yeah. There's no reason you shouldn't be using hook grip. 
Yeah, then a problem with a lot of high school lifters is because even in high school, you know, I felt like I, you know, because I really enjoyed it. I really took a passion to weightlifting. So I'd, you know, watch YouTube videos, you know, research strength stuff. And even I had no idea what hook grip was until uh, one of my teammates started coming to you. Yeah. And he came to me, but I, would, I had a broken ankle at the time. And he was like, Nate, if you're in weightlifting, I would have showed you the hook grip and you're clean. We'd have been cleaning 300 plus. Yeah, easily. Well, that, so that was uh, Daniel, right? Yeah. Yeah, Daniel came in. We started working on the hook grip, and uh, he jumped. He jumped, I think, in two sessions, he jumped from 300 to 315 on the clean. You know, as a football player, if you're O-line, you should, you should not be cleaning any less than 315. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just like a lot of high school kids. I'd rather see a kid properly clean. 250 every day of the week yeah i agree with you because every day of the week. i've seen kids yep. in high school that can reverse curl 315 right you tell them i want you to drop under it and they're mm-hmm. 235 yep. exactly and when i say clean i don't mean just figure yeah. out how to get the bar to your shoulder i mean like do a proper clean mm-hmm. you should be at like o-line you're big you're strong you should be oh, capable yeah. of getting into a deep squat getting in there quick and uh being explosive and keeping the bar close to you you should be able to do it correctly with 315 Hundred percent of the time. Even if you can't fully catch at the very bottom, yeah. you should at least be catching par- at parallel. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And with not and not doing that doing the splits. Oh, or yeah, the super wide, the super wide catch is the worst. Elbows down. Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, what do you think is probably the the big difference between what you do now and what other athletes do? Why do you think you've been so successful in the last um, couple, I would say last year? You know, yeah, I really mean, I, you know, you can go both ways about overtraining because mm-hmm. there is a line, but I feel like if you're not towing that line mm-hmm. every lift, you know, every week, you're not, you know, because every week I'm looking back going, I'm pretty beat up, but, you know, I feel like, because in high school, I mean, I was completely overtraining. Mm-hmm. to you know you should not be spending five hours in the weight room right but and i had no idea what that was but i think that's i was young i was younger so i could get away with it mm-hmm. and that's why i made gains very quickly mm-hmm. and i was pushing you know past limits because i feel like a lot of problems with football players in the weight room is that there's you know guys that go hardcore to mm-hmm. toe in that overtraining line yeah and there's guys that are you it's know kind of timid yeah they just kind of act a little bit. it's not even a timid thing it's just like they like, I, I know guys that can binge 315, mm-hmm. that, you know, they're fine with doing 185. Yeah. And that just, I and don't, I don't get, get that. Uh, that doesn't make any sense to look. If you're capable of doing more, why would you not do everything, mm-hmm. everything possible to make it so that that is a reality? I don't get that. Oh, I think a, problem, a big problem with uh, football training, you know, it just depends on who you talk to, is I know people that think the weight room's not that important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge mistake to yeah. come with that approach especially if you're a oldl linebacker running back fullback you're a bigger position guy you need to be strong mm-hmm. you can get away with it a little at the skill positions but i mean yeah if you're in the trenches especially o-line d-line and you're not strong right you know the best t- technique in the world but you're gonna get ran over mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent every single time um you know i'll give you guys a little bit of something else because i talked to sam but i don't i don't know that you know 
how much time like you're putting into not just the training but the recovery compared to other people mm-hmm. and you talk about like before you come in you do well, like half an hour an hour of stretching i've backed it down yeah. quite a bit yeah. just because you know i did feel like a little bit i was wasting my time mm-hmm. but i'll do about that's also because we started changing up your warm-up a little bit yeah yeah and uh so i do a little i do about an hour of uh you know hand rolling with the, or about not an hour about 10 minutes hand rolling mm-hmm. and then uh, about 10 minutes foam rolling yep and then i'll go into about a 20 to 30 minute stretch depending mm-hmm. on the day yeah. how i feel you know sometimes if i feel loose i won't do as much i feel a little tight i'll do more yep it's just off by feel yeah and a lot of guys right now are kind of just go into the weight room and then they leave and then they don't think about it oh 100 percent. and that is like that is one of those things that just bugs me. Cause if the only time that you're training, training doesn't necessarily mean lifting weights. If the only time that you're training, meaning training, thinking about your nutrition, uh, taking part in recovery, sleeping, all of that is playing part into how you perform in the weight room and on the field. And you, you put in a lot more time than a lot of the football players I've yeah. worked with. And especially like just a, from a diet standpoint, I mean, just to put on weight, like you, I, I can get, so I'm about 312 right now. And, you know, I was 300 when I started getting ready for season. And, you know, I can get to 300, 315, about two weeks, mm-hmm. eat whenever I want. Right. You know, but I realized, you know, I got to do it the right way. Very slow, high protein, high carb. It's going to, it was a process. But yeah. I mean, while I was getting weight, I was, numbers were jumping up. And when I finally decided to start taking my sleep seriously, yeah, which is still a problem, I'll probably even, become even you know start making jumps even higher oh man that sleep makes such a big difference because then then you start having more energy when you come in for your workouts so like you sleep better then you have more energy to work out then you get better results in the gym and then you're also more tired so you go to sleep better oh yeah you know it's crazy it's a it's a little bit of a loop i start you know not relying on pre-workout yep one day one day you won't take pre-workout before you come to the gym (laughs) <laughs> Sam, what you Sam, what'd you do to drop your bench press from four oh five to one thirty five? Just cut the C four. <laughs> hey, I take high class stuff. What do you take? What's your, uh, what's your? You know, probably my favorite is gym. Okay, I know a lot. Of I've tried, you know, yeah, I've had the C four days. Yeah, uh, but I've tried, you know, tons of pre workout. I've had some that you know, about thirty minutes into the workout, and I can't leave the bathroom. Yeah, you know. Because I'm playing around with supplements. I mean, I don't I don't mind having to take pre Like, I like taking pre-workout. I like being ready to live. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I definitely used to take it way too much. Because, yeah. you know, I was young. I was doing two scoops. I was taking it before games. I was, Straight to the dome, not even mixing it. I never did that. No, I did that. That's the never worst. I couldn't. I can't. I couldn't do it. I the, tried. The last time. The last time I did that was. Actually, that might have been the last time I had pre-workout. was just the blue C4 straight to the dome and then i like swallowed it and then it just like some got up my nose i just had blue snot coming out of my face for hours it was the worst lifted like shit that day well i remember i mean i remember the day i realized so i only take pre-workout now if i'm going to lift Mm -hmm. but i used to take it you know if i didn't feel ready for practice i'm taking pre-workout yeah before every game i'm taking pre-workout yeah and um it was my first scrimmage first college scrimmage and I took, you know, tree scrimmage like a game. I took my pre-workout. I was so nervous on top of that. And warm-ups, I almost pulled myself because I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Yeah. 
Because I was like, that's when I was like, hey, back it down. Yeah, I need to back it down. Yeah, I realized I, it was the nerves, but yeah. I was like, oh, I think this is it. The, actually, I remember the last time I had pre-workout now. It was, uh, I had pre-workout before I had to take a long drive. I did that on my way home from I was Kansas. like, yeah, the caffeine will be nice. It'll be great. What you forget about is the, uh, is the beta alanine, uh, which if you've ever taken that, you know that that itches like crazy. And if you're not moving around constantly. I'm pretty used to it at this point. Yeah. Well, fair. Yeah. If you're not moving around constantly, you get that itch like crazy. And if you're driving for four to eight hours, that's the worst well, feeling. In the so they, they sent us home. You know, we had a team meeting mid- midday about uh, Corona. And, yeah. Uh, they told us we got to go. So I remember packing my stuff and it. It was 7.30 at night. I <laughs> headed for 15 hours back home to Tallahassee and Ugh. drank a Monster. Then about four hours in, took some pre-workout. Ugh. And then about 10 hours in, drank another Monster. And I was sitting in the parking lot of some small, it was the only gas station open for miles. Yeah. And I, and you know, chugged a Monster. And I was like, this is not safe. <laughs> I don't feel good anymore. I was like, this is, I'm awake. And that's not a good way. <laughs> I can't do those long drives at night. I just, I'm ass at it. I'd rather wake up at two in the morning and drive than go, than like drive through the night. You never live in Kansas. You want to go home as fast as possible. Yeah, that's fair. That is very fair. Um, dang, it's coming out outside. Uh, give me a second. Let me stop. All right. So uh, we're going to kind of end on talking about all this coronavirus stuff. What's going on with seasons right now. So, um, you left Kansas cause of Corona mm-hmm. and, uh, are chilling here in Tallahassee and waiting right. to, waiting to hear. Should be, you know, supposed to leave Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm probably, probably going to leave Saturday. Going to go out after quarantine for two weeks. Yep. But you know, do we, do we go all the way to November and able to work out and practice or do we get sent home in two weeks? Yep. I know that my coach was like. I can't promise you when you're going to go home. I can say the latest you'll be here is November 18th, mm-hmm. but at any point they could be like, y'all got to go. Yeah. And that's, well, uh, so like, what do you even do two weeks of quarantine when you're in another city? You don't have access to gym um, and you still, the two weeks and then you have to go on the field? No, see this, so they moved our season to March, which. Oh, they, they already announced yeah, that? That's okay. official. They moved our season to March. I did so, not hear this. What? Junior college. Yeah. That's official. D2, D3, NAI, that's coming. D1, because they have the resources. When did that should have get announced? I didn't hear this. Uh, for ju- for Juco? Cares about junior college. No, no, I know, but you didn't tell me this either. Oh, I thought I did. My huh. bad. Well, I'm playing in March. Okay. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so, I want to say two weeks ago. So, so my, my report date was the 18th, mm-hmm. about five weeks ago. Yep. Then the next week I changed to the 21st. Mm-hmm. And then the next week they canceled our season. Nice. Then they came around two days later and said we'll be playing in March. Okay. Then they said our report date was August 10th. Uh-huh. And then on July 16th, my coach called me and said the school the school board decided we need you here by the 21st. And I said, Coach, the best I can do for you is the 26th. And he said, all right. So I'll be leaving Saturday or getting there Sunday. Okay. To my truck is in the shop, yep. so I can make it there. What uh, so what are you going down for? Like, what are you going there for if the season's not till March? That's a great question. Not hundred <laughs> percent sure. So we're supposed to. Oof. It's supposed to be like so. Last semester we had workouts, you know, 
mm-hmm. a month of lifting, then a month of morning workouts with lifting. Then we're supposed to have a month of practice. Okay. And then, you know, then we were supposed to go home yeah. for summer. So we've been, you know, supposed to be like a month and a half. We were supposed to go back for summer workouts, conditioning, then summer practice, then season. But um, at the end of our, you know, so six weeks in, that's when everything happened. And it was a week. So it was supposed to just be a two-week spring break. They were going to send us home a week early for spring break. And then uh, give us two-week spring break. And they thought things would calm down, bring us back up for a month. But then yeah, things gonna be, got worse. That was supposed to be spring. <laughs> and then uh, they called us in. They're like, yeah, y'all got to go home. And you're not coming back till May 30th. It's my original report date. <laughs> it's now July 22nd. I'm still here. I'm still here. And if I didn't live in Florida, I'd still be home till August 10th. Yep. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's – so we're supposed to be able to have – you know, some more workout time, mm-hmm. some more film time. And then uh, we're supposed to have like a spring football okay. in October, late October, November. But is there a point in spring football if coaches can't come see for – because Juco's like high school. We're trying to get recruited. Mm-hmm. So um, if D1s, D2s, you know, uh, four-year universities can't get watches due to, you know, regulations, is there even a point in us practicing? We can get film, but there's so many rules and – I don't even know. Coaches don't know. Nobody really knows. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the big topic right now here in Florida is what is, because they had the the big, the FHSA had, uh, High School Athletics uh, Association had the meeting about what they're going to do for fall sports a few days ago, and it lasted five hours, and then they came up with nothing. They just said, keep it the same. Yeah, well, well, from what I heard, they said it's going to be up to individual counties. It is, but, you know, right now our county is the only one that's come out and said yeah. they'll not be abiding by it, which, you know. I mean, it's up to the counties. It's up to the counties. The, like the athletic to... department or the athletic association doesn't actually have any power over the counties. That's why, that's why I feel like our county needs an athletic department, like a Liam County Athletic Association. Do they not? I don't think so. I'm not huh. sure. Yeah. But, I mean, I just know I mean, you're putting a lot of athletes in difficult situations oh yeah well and if the rest of florida decides to go with playing and then leon county doesn't then only schools in leon can basically only tallahassee schools um because i you know for private it's only public schools too yeah so for private school they they want to go play playoffs they want to go play for state so they might go ahead and play their yeah. season yeah so, so really if you have more money tallahassee basically public schools yeah you know and you're just, yeah. That's that's a tough one. Putting a lot of athletes in difficult situations. Well, yeah, and a lot of, a lot of kids, like, this, their senior year is the one that they need to make scholarships happen so that they can go to school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, go to school and play college football. And then if college football goes well, go to the NFL. But if, you know, the senior year doesn't work out, they're either, you know, not going to play or they're going to have to pick a sport if the season gets delayed to spring, right. you know, and that's one of the tough places to be. If you're a senior and you're a dual sport athlete and you're pretty good at both, you have an opportunity for both. You got to pick one. Yeah. It's a I difficult was, decision to make as a 17, 18 year old. I was a four sport and you know, I don't know what I would have done when four sports are coming to me saying, <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I'm, Which one? I, I don't know. Probably football. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, because you're going to have teams that are going to make try to make things happen. You're going to have kids, you know, top athletes that are going to probably try to do two or three sports at one time, which yeah. is 
the most so I uh, at one time I was on the track team, wrestling team, and weight team. Mm-hmm. At one for a one week, I was a part of all three. Yeah. So you know, going to track practice, going to wrestling practice, had a weightlifting meet. Uh huh. That was for one week, and that was hard. Yeah, I can't I... imagine having a whole semester. And some of these kids, you know, they're doing you know two, three, four, five different sports. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to make some decisions. Some coaches are gonna get mad. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's a tough one. But on the other hand, I think that that might be the best possible oppor- opportunity for everybody. Is postpone the season until spring. Have to make a tough decision for sure, but you get this whole time to um, train, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, if you can't play sports, like the only thing that you can do is get bigger, get stronger, get faster. Um, that means that you need to get into a gym and get lifting weights. Um, find somebody who knows what they're doing. And this is a time where, like, you know, a problem with weight training is that more for alignment, that's what I am. So, that's, you know, we got to make sure we're in shape when we're mm-hmm. trying to train and season's right around the corner. Yeah. Now, season not being till March. Right. You know, I can really, you know, because running, for me, away a lot takes a lot of, takes a lot on the knees, yeah. a lot on the ankles. Yep. And I can just kind of back it down. Yeah. And really, like, that's for two months in here, mm-hmm. I've, only lifted yeah i've done you know field work i would everyone in in quarantine i was running because i had anything else to do yeah but you know i really for the till since the gym's opened back up so you know last nine weeks eight mm-hmm. weeks i've only lifted and i've really just honed in on like this is this has been my life for the last two months like the way i eat the way i kind of go about my day is for training and yeah. even if i'm you know i'm lifting I've lifted every, I'm lifting every day, you know, using some days as recovery days, but still getting blood flow, making sure I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And just, that's and why the gains have been what they've been like. And for those of you guys that are like struggling with, like struggling with injuries, um, this setback is the best possible thing because you get to take however long until January, February to actually start like one, fix your injuries two get stronger mm-hmm. And that's going to pay off when you go to step on the field. And you could have your best possible season if you take advantage of this time oh, right now. Yeah. I think this next season, you know, from across the from across the board, high school, college, yep. NFL, this is going to show – this is going to expose a lot of kids on how they train, how they yep. go about their everyday life, and mm-hmm. how serious they take football. Yeah. This, this is either going to be everybody's best season – or worse season. There's not going to be any in between. Well, it's going to, yeah. I mean, you're going to have a lot of kids are going to ex- get exposed yep. and a lot of kids are going to shine. Yep. Because, well, you know, the way I look at it is, you know, we thought we're showing up July 21st to get ready for a season, mm-hmm. first game, August 1st, August, somewhere in August. Uh, you know, you're training hard, you're trying to run, you're getting in shape. And, um, you know, you get a call, y'all don't got to come back till August 10th. Season's out till March 20th, you know. We're just going to come back. You can do, oh, well, if we're just going to go back there and work out, you know, I'm just going to, you know, it's my last month home. I'm just going to chill, hang out. I'm like, Play video games, yeah. sleep and wait, uh, like not wake up until 1 in the afternoon. Hey, some uh, of us wake up at 1 and still train hard. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. Um, and, and, you know, one, not train hard, too. That's the biggest one. Just eat like trash because you're at home and you mm-hmm. you know it's comfortable for you right now. But the people that are going to shine are going to be the ones who took advantage of this extra time to get as strong oh, and yeah. as fit as possible. I mean, you like you know, especially for JUCO football players, I'm around most of the time. Like, 
got to make sure you stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing in JUCO is kids getting in trouble, especially while they're at home. Yeah. Because, you know, they're not around their teammates, they're around their coaches, they're, you know, holding them accountable. Environment. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, if you're 100% focused on training, you know. You don't have time to. You don't have time to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You really don't. Yeah. And, um, you know, and even, like, I'm training hard, but, I mean, I probably could even take it a step further, you know, put more time into it. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, I could, I tried one time because I watched a YouTube video about going for a morning walk and mm-hmm. its benefits. I just, I, I couldn't do it. It was so boring. But, <laughs> you know, there's, there's even more stuff you can do that even I'm not even doing that probably can't oh, yeah. benefit, you know, oh, recovery yeah, wise, training wise, you know, just getting outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is, this football season. I mean, to me, and I've, because I've talked to my coaches too, I mean, to me, this is the best thing. This is the best thing that could ever happen to me because I was very beat up. Yep. Shoulder went 100%, ankle, not, foot not 100%, and I partially tore my hamstring. Mm-hmm. So I was going to miss spring essentially or try to push it and completely tear my hamstring. And then yep. I, that could have been the end of my career. Right. If I would have tried to push because I needed to play spring because mm-hmm. I need to get out of Juco. Yeah. And um, with a partial to a hamstring, it could have gotten bad. But, I mean, I feel, you know, I'll, I'm never, you know, no football player will ever be 100%, especially this late in the career. But, I mean, I'm good 90. Yeah. Yeah, and which is a lot better than you've been in the past, oh, yeah. that's for sure. And so, you know, we're going to kind of end it on this, but – for any of you guys that are looking at this postponement of the season as the worst possible thing, I know you want to get back on the field, but there are ways that you can make sure that when you do step back on the field, you are absolutely dominant. And that's getting in the weight room and getting as strong as possible, focusing on your technique, um, rehabbing injuries, making sure that you're as healthy as possible and as strong as mm-hmm. possible by the time March comes, if that's when season gets played again. Mm-hmm. Don't look at this as a setback. Look at it as an opportunity, and you'll make a lot of progress for sure. Yeah, you should, you know, have a plan. You know, plan your training accordingly. That, you know, season isn't till March. That's reality. But, mm-hmm. you know, every day you should train like that season's next week. Yeah. Like, you got to be ready any time. Yeah. So That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you may not know, but, it, you know, if you don't have control over you don't have control. So, you look at what you do, which is effort. That's basically it. Right. And effort and consistency and then make things happen. So, man, where can, uh, where can people follow you on social media? Uh, Instagram, the underscore or the underscore loose 77, uh, Twitter, Sam underscore Neely 77. Follow my TikTok loose lifts. <laughs> Follow my TikTok. Um, guys, you can uh, follow the gym at Big Ben Strength and Conditioning on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Our Twitter is Big Ben Strength, and so is our TikTok account, um, which has a really good video on there about uh, what uh, shitty football coaches say. Uh, check that out. That's a funny one. That's the most relevant one. Um, all right, man. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. See you guys. Oh. You're about to get to see my stretching routine. <laughs>